Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 8, 109 um, of the podcast and we are covering April 13th to April 19th, Mosiah chapters 1 to 3, filled with love towards God and all men. Uh, and we are still in the section covering I can overcome the natural man and become a saint through the atonement of Jesus Christ, which is found in Mosiah 3 verses 1 to 20. And we're focusing on verses 11 to 20 today. Uh, a lot in here to get through, uh, including one of the most uh, well-quoted uh, verses probably that we have uh, in the church. So we'll get started. In verse 11, um, it says, For behold, and also his blood atoneth for the sins of those who have fallen by the transgression of Adam, who have died not knowing the will of God concerning them, or who have ignorantly sinned. It's interesting this because King Benjamin goes into um, a breakdown of different types of people and different things that are redeemed through the atonement of Jesus Christ, including the the, the fall uh, itself of Adam, which has an effect on all mankind as we are a fallen people. Uh, it also talks about those that who have died without knowing the will of God, so those without a knowledge of his gospel, uh, and also those who sin ignorantly, so those that do make choices in in the in the in their world in the in the world in their life. Uh, who are not aware uh, of the opportunity uh, to follow the Saviour. Um, what's interesting is, is something by John W. Welch, who said, quote, Although the modern mind tends to see sin essentially as a bad choice or an evil intent, the ancient mind included many other dimensions in its concept of sin, such as defilement, accident, error, or misjudgment. In Old Testament times, the concept of sin embraced many nuances of erring, disobeying, missing the mark, bending, rebelling, straying or wandering, or otherwise being at fault, whether consciously or unconsciously. Close quote. Close quote. Uh, this would make sense that, uh, therefore, that King Benjamin uh, is explaining that there are various parts of sin or or misdeeds or whatever word you want to use uh, basically we all make mistakes we all fall short of the glory of god uh, and i think that's uh, it's interesting how the uh, the temple recommend uh, questions changed uh, to just simply say sins that um, in our lives rather than sins misdeeds you know it, it, you know it's trying to make clear that there are things that we are not meant to do which we need to try and overcome through the atonement of christ uh, and I think that that's such an important point. Uh, we've got uh, quite a few verses then about how the Saviour would come. But I want to jump ahead to verses 17 and 19, because these are really going to be the meaty verses which we get a lot from doctrinally uh, for our discussion. In verse 17, it says, And moreover, I say unto you that there shall be no other name given, nor any other way nor means whereby salvation can come unto the children of men, only in and through the name of Christ, the Lord Omnipotent. Um, this is one of my, as I say, I seem to say this every few episodes, one of my favorite scriptures, one of my favorite verses, it's just so clear and straightforward and in your face that it's about Christ. It's all about Christ, what Christ can do for every single one of us. And it's only through Christ that this is made possible. Um, and you know, it just makes me laugh that, you know, there are Christians that, that say that we don't, that we, that members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are not Christians. There, you know, is confusion over, you know, who we worship as Christians, whether we worship Joseph Smith or uh, Mormon or, you know, whoever, but, or, or the prophet today. But I mean, look at that verse. There is only one name that it can be, that is possible to receive salvation through the name of Christ. 
the name of Christ is such an important uh, principle and concept to understand into our lives. In October 2018, in a talk called All Must Take Upon Them, the name given of the Father, um, Elder Paul B. Piper said this, quote, Our Heavenly Father wants to make it absolutely clear that the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, is not simply one name among many. The Saviour's name has a singular and essential power. It is the only name by which salvation is possible. By emphasising this truth in every dispensation, our loving Father assures all of his children that there is a way back to him. But having a sure way available does not mean that our return is automatically assured. God tells us that our action is required. Wherefore, all men and women must take upon them the name which is given of the Father. Close quote. You know, it is such an important principle that as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we need to remember that when the people ask us about what we believe, yes, of course, it is important to talk about the Book of Mormon. Yes, of course, it's important to talk about the Restoration. I mean, it's no no coincidence or, you know, it's, it's not trifle that we've been given a bicentennial proclamation stating the importance of the restoration of the gospel through the prophet Joseph Smith. But the title of that restoration proclamation is not the restoration of the gospel through the prophet joseph smith it is the restoration of the gospel of jesus christ in or the fullness of the gospel of jesus christ and the very first paragraph of that proclamation as i pointed out on monday on monday's episode the very first paragraph is about christ and so you know this is the whole focus of his church is teaching his name verse 19 obviously a very well-known verse. For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever, unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord and becometh as a child. And you know the rest. It talks about various uh, attributes of a, of a young child, uh, which would be pleasing for the Lord for us to have in our lives. I'm not going to read it all because of the time, but... Uh, it is such an important principle um, that our we we feed our spirits, we feed our spiritual parts of side of our body rather than the carnal or natural man, uh, because then as we do that, we find more strength given to the, the spiritual aspect of our lives. And there was a great talk given uh, in October 2019, so just in the last general conference before the one we've just had, by uh, President M. Russell Ballard. Uh, in a talk called Giving Our Spirits Control Over Our Bodies. I've been really impressed with President Ballard's talks actually recently. Uh, a similar thing happened actually when uh, President Nelson became the uh, president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Um, just powerful, powerful messages. Uh, and President Ballard, Ballard is is the same. I've actually met President Ballard a few times uh, on a mission and in a couple other you know leadership meetings. And he just teaches with great simplicity, but such great power. And uh, he said this about uh, our spiritual bodies, quote, It seems clear to me that one of the most important things we can learn in this life is how to emphasize our eternal spiritual nature and control our evil desires. This should not be that difficult. After all, our spirit, which has been around a lot longer than our physical body, has already been successful in choosing righteousness over evil in the pre-mortal realm. Before this earth was formed, we lived in the spirit world as sons and daughters of heavenly parents who loved us and continue to love us now. And yes, we did have to make life-changing decisions and choices in that pre-mortal realm. Every person who has ever lived or ever will live on this planet made an essential decision to choose to accept Heavenly Father's plan for our salvation. 
So we all came to earth with a proven track record of a successful spiritual nature and eternal destiny, close quote. What empowering and fantastic teaching that is, that every single individual on this earth has already conquered over evil uh, with their spirits at some point. Their spirit has been strong enough to overcome the temptations and wiles of Satan before this life and be successful in achieving their first estate of being given the blessing of coming to earth and receive this body. Everyone, every single person you meet has had that potential and that power. Uh, and that just shows why that's, that spiritual body has such great potential to overcome the natural man. If we, if we listen to the enticings of the Holy Spirit, we yield to those. We must do that. We need to make that action or we will struggle to do so. That that really brings an end to that, to what I wanted to share. There is, of course, the quote by Elder David A. Bednar in the manual itself, and it, which is brilliant. He said, quote, It is the atonement of Jesus Christ that provides both a cleansing and redeeming power and that helps us to overcome sin and sanctifying and strengthening power that helps us become better than we ever could by relying only upon our own strength. The infinite atonement is both for the sinner and the saint in each of us, close quote. Yes, we may be able to overcome bad habits in our lives by our own strength but it is only through the atonement of christ really relying on him that we could be sanctified and strengthened beyond our capabilities and i've seen that i've seen that as i as in my own life when i've been doing things that bring me closer to the savior not just tick box not just doing the ticks box episode um, exercises that we need to do uh, in the church or we feel that we should do. But actually, when I have really engaged with that and really connected with my saviour, then I've seen it uh, and I've seen it in the, in the lives of others. And so I encourage us all to consider that, how we can help the saviour help us overcome um, our nature and become more like a saint. Thank you for listening. Please share your studies. Uh, you can email me at ldsstudysession at gmail.com or you can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.